0: Alright, welcome back to the Full Measures Podcast. It's been quite some time, been very busy, mm-hmm. uh, became a dad, and that's kept me kind of away from social media, very busy, but doing the podcast is definitely something that like I still want to do, and hopefully now, I think life's calm enough where I can get back to a weekly schedule, because I know I've had a lot of people in my comments ask me like, when's the podcast coming back, so I think it's Safe to say, I think we're back now. We're good. Every week, at least one yes. episode. Um, so yes. a, lot of, a lot of good stuff that's been going on, man. Um, So let's just hop right into it. So, Wyatt, what have you kind of been watching over the last like three months while we've been kind of on break?
1: Over time, I've been watching, rewatching Breaking
0: Bad. W. I've been binging all
1: the Martin Scorsese movies. Episode on that. I've started... Come... Yeah, yes, yes. And I've started Gen V... Okay. The new uh the boys spinoff. How do you like it so far? Oh I I'm enjoying it. I, I, I still have two episodes that I haven't watched. I need to catch up. But um and I've just been watching comedy movies here and there.
0: Okay, good, good, nice, nice. Yeah. Um Well, I've been watching mainly, you know, I haven't been able to go out, so I haven't seen any new movie in theaters, but I've been watching a lot of good shows. Some I just finished up like uh Reservation Dogs, um Winning Time, which it's a shame it got canceled heels it's a shame it got canceled uh master chef i love that show <laughs> love gordon ramsay uh one of the best reality shows of all time came back i don't know if you know kitchen nightmares have you ever seen it
1: oh yeah yeah i've been i was watching it yeah dude i'm so that's another happy. thing i've been watching
0: dude that show is so good like even i don't know how much it, it is. is bs but i love kitchen nightmares shut it down um oh, okay Unfortunately, I watched Ahsoka, uh, which was absolute garbage, and uh, maybe we'll talk about this in the future, but I also watched The Leftovers, which is something that my followers had been telling me to watch for quite some time.
1: That's right. The Leftovers is, is good. I enjoyed that show.
0: So besides the, uh is that the ice cream truck? You hear that? i don't hear it uh besides the shows we're gonna talk about later um is there anything kind of like notable that you really enjoyed i mean you mentioned you're watching martin scorsese right what are some of the films you watched recently in your binge that you had never seen before okay don't get into it just quick because you know we got a whole episode on discussing martin and and all that stuff
1: yeah so the ones that i've watched recently that i've never watched like i've watched for the first time were aviator raging bull uh king of comedy the departed which what? people were surprised i never watched the departed what? i never watched it you mean the i de- loved it though the departed yeah the departed um i watched for the first time silence and shutter mm, island
0: i have not seen silence how was silence oh it was
1: peak it really? was peak same with the aviator you very see, good i that?
0: haven't watched a single bad martin scorsese movie yet you know what you know what's a hot take i think what the departed is his worst movie really yeah i think it's one of the most poorly edited movies like the editing in that movie is so weird like yeah i've, I've seen a lot of videos break it down but like for example like the beginning you don't get a sense of time of how long they were in the academy did you know leo DiCaprio yeah. was in jail for like years really yeah but you don't get like a sense of that and um like everything with uh with Ma- uh, matt damon and um his ascension up yeah. to becoming a detective that was like years long but like oh, wow. it, it, yeah i don't know i and this it is, just like, goes on like seconds it's like this is just like splitting hairs but when you're as good as marty it's kind of like you kind of have to but i honestly like I yeah think, i think the departed is probably one of his worst films too because like the love triangle sucks dude with with uh it's not good um yeah I don't know I I used to have a whole spiel about it but it's still peak like I love that movie it's it's actually my second favorite Marty movie but like I think it's his worst you know what I mean like it's like weird but um you still have some that you have to watch don't you I have a lot that I need to watch but my favorite Marty movie probably one of my favorite movies ever is Goodfellas oh yeah Goodfellas is peak yeah
1: you need to watch well have you watched the aviator
0: Not since i was a kid i don't remember anything
1: about it oh my god i watched that last night for the first time very good
0: i'm not even gonna say anything about it i'm just gonna say very good okay anything like anything else besides like your marty binge
1: um not really just i've finally been re-watching breaking bad for i think the 10th or 11th time i've Love lost you. count i haven't hit double digits
0: yeah. yet dude um uh i know slacking for me i mean obviously i'm going to talk about it later but res dogs uh winning time was really good man um you don't even need yeah. to be a basketball fan to enjoy winning time it was so damn entertaining man it's a shame it got I, canceled um, i need to
1: start that one and i need to uh finish uh res
0: dogs res dogs is so good where are you in res dogs
1: i i'm like at the end of season one
0: yeah, season one is like the weakest season. the The thing is, is like the first episode or two, I don't know. I, I wasn't feeling it, but it's like when they start doing like those individual stories, like with individual characters, where it gets really good. Um, yeah. And season three, dude, I cried so many times watching that damn show. It's it's so good, dude. Um, yeah, no, I mean Master Chef this new season was pretty great. Ahsoka was just a nightmare. Um, leftovers was really good. Um. People have been telling me to watch it for a long time, but man, that third season was just really good. I mean, you've seen it, right? Yeah. When's the last? Yeah, time you yeah. That? I've
1: watched. It, I watched it like at the beginning of. Well, no, I think it was at the end of last year. Okay, like so towards was, the end of 2022. So Yeah, it's recent.
0: Yeah, yeah. That. What was your favorite moment in The Leftovers?
1: Definitely uh, Matt's confrontation with the uh, the fake the Dude, fake god.
0: Same man. Oh my gosh, that was. I mean, Matt was my favorite character, but his conversation my, my with, with God, man, was just so good, dude. It, yeah. Oh my gosh. It, I just, yeah, that, I think the show's good, but I do think some people overrate it, because I don't know how you feel about the first season, but I do think the first season is not the like... The first season,
1: Uh, I couldn't, the first, like, three episodes, I could almost not, I couldn't even get through them. It, like, it was... The, the it was story, too slow.
0: The storyline with uh the, the weird black dude, what was his name? Um uh, the, oh, oh yeah, like hugging guy? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just got awful. Everything with um, Yeah. with uh what was it, Michael? Right, his son? Or no, who's the main character? I, I think he,
1: I don't I don't remember. It's been a while.
0: <laughs> I know. Uh but everything with his son was god awful. Everything with his daughter was just terrible. And then the love yeah. story Oh, it's Matt the love story between Matt and Nora, it came mm-hmm. out of nowhere because they meet in season one. And then towards the end of season one, she leaves them that letter. Like we maybe we could have fallen in love with this. I was like, where did this even come from? Like they met a couple times. It, it yeah. was like, I, I think, I think um it was just, it was not good. It, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. But like seasons two and three, man, international, what is it, international assassin? was so good. So um, good. Uh, what you the think?
1: episode completely dedicated to uh, Matt, which one? like our favorite character. That episode was well, a so couple. good. Which one? I th- I don't remember. I think it was in season three. Ooh. It was when he he was trying to uh, get his wife back into the. Uh, oh my! What was God. the place called? Yeah, yeah, that yeah that episode. Dude, I
0: loved that episode. Everything with Matt is just so good, dude. But yes. I, you know what was crazy? That conversation with God is like, you didn't do it because you're a righteous man. You did it because you thought I was watching you the whole time and judging. I was like, damn, like that hurt, dude. And you could tell a lot of people yeah. are like that, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah. It's anyways, you know, not to spend too much time on me, we'll talk about it in a different episode. But, uh, no, yeah, man, Leftovers was really good. Shout out to uh, this little dude named Andreas. He kept telling me to watch it. It's a really good show. I mean, season three, I think, up there with some of the best TV I've ever seen, dude. Um, Yeah. Overall, if I had to rank the show, I don't know. Maybe in my top 30, top 20, I don't know. But definitely not, like, my top 10. I don't think it – season one is too weak for it to be – Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't go that far. Yeah. So, Okay you know, being on the topic of, you know, of kind of what we've been watching. So it's been a long year. I feel like, I feel like we're kind of in, we're kind of like in limbo right now where some of the best shows already ended and there's not really a whole lot of peak out right now. Right. Yeah. I'm excited for the boys season four. I don't think that's coming this year. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. Um, but it just feels like we don't have like that big cultural, Moment yeah. or cultural show where everybody's talking about it the bears over succession is over Barry Ted Lasso um, mm-hmm. So with that being said, you know while we wait for the next peak, which is probably you know house of the dragon the bear season three Severn season two, you know, um What are like two underrated shows that you watch this year that like you would recommend to people?
1: Well, first of all, I'd have to go with warrior W It's intense it's got intense fun action, many in depth and interesting characters. You know, you got Lee, Assam, Bill, Young June. That show is peak. I I don't think I've had like a boring moment watching that. Except for with nope. that uh that, that one lady. What, what's her name? They they cut they completely
0: cut her out. I forgot her name. Oh Assam's um, main squeeze that got written Yeah, on, basically put her yeah, in, yeah. in the crazy was, home Yeah,
1: she was but other than that.
0: She got done dirty.
1: That was, yeah, that was one show that I actually looked forward to, like every single day. Dude, me too. To just watch.
0: Just be- um, before you before you go on, um, we talked about this in a different one, but you know the recording was messed up. Uh, yeah, some of the best action you'll see in television. Where, dude, it, it, I love the it, action. Okay, look, I don't want to go off into a tangent, mm-hmm. but John Wick got a spinoff. Um, yeah, called the Continental, and it's just. I'm having trouble watching it. I'm going to be honest with you. It just, it, the, the action is so subpar, the storytelling, the characters. And um, I'm not trying to go off here, but like, but well, then you watch a show like Warrior with the action, the characters, how it's all so well put together. And it wasn't from some pre um IPO. This was, its, yeah. I Yeah, mean, it's based on probably some history, but you know, generally it's, you know, it's, it's, own, it's its own thing. And, it's so good. It's so compelling. The action is top notch. Like, this is something that could come out of a martial arts, like a high budget kung fu movie.
1: Yeah, you could tell they put heart into this the, show. The, the like stunt,
0: the stunt work, um, you know, the uh, and
1: considering how small it was, I don't like. I don't know how small it was during season one, but I think I don't. I never heard of it until you told me to watch it.
0: I don't know. So how like, I, just, I I just saw it on my HBO Max home screen. Yeah, and uh, I was like, well, I'll check it out. And it was really, really good. I mean, like, I talked about it before where all the characters started off kind of like as stereotypes. You know, the, the cold, mm-hmm. silent badass, the crooked cop, the racist yeah. Irishman. But they all, over time, have become such rich, wonderful, and, like, complex characters, man. All of them. The entire cast. Um, yeah. It's just such a great show. But um, anyways, <laughs> sorry. I, I just wanted to expand on it because it's so good, dude. It,
1: it is good. I, it might be... I don't know about top ten. Probably top twenty. Definitely top twenty, I think. That you've ever seen? For, yeah. Out of out of all the shows I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of shows, but I, I think that's probably top twenty for me. My second underrated show would have to be, of this year, would have to be this full. It's just they have such good comedy writing along with its serious undertones. I don't think that, that's another show. Like I don't think there's a moment I got bored watching that show
0: no nah, man it, it's funny from start to finish and mm-hmm. while you don't have to be mexican american or latino to enjoy it if you are yeah. you just love it that much more um it, it's really like yeah, a show for the culture exactly. man um it's something that like i used to think like the term representation is kind of lame but, at, like, but then you finally get representation and you're like, damn, man, this feels nice to see our stories told on screen, you know, our own little struggles, yeah. our own quirks, our own little weirdness, like like mom stealing stuff from work and bringing it home and making us use it. Yep. As... <laughs> exactly, dude. Or like, you know, like at times the way she would talk, I'm like, bro, that's my mom right there. You know, that's my yeah. Uncle, they, you know?
1: It's it's very authentic, and it's written by like the main actor. Yeah, and, and the of entire the show.
0: cast, man, is so good. But I think, uh, I think, this could I could be wrong here, but I'm I'm getting vibes of like the next big star, um, in his cousin, uh, uh what's his name? I think his real name is Frankie in real life. Uh, but yeah, the guy who plays his cousin, fresh out of prison that guy man he yeah i feel like he has i love something. that guy man i think he yes. could end up being like the next like you remember did you ever watch get out
1: get out yes i have watched you, get
0: you, out you remember um the the guy who works for the tsa the best friend
1: yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. he that that movie launched his career right like he's mm-hmm. he's getting cast in so many movies and shows um, because of how strong his performance was in Get Out, how good he was. I get yeah, that same, guy's hilarious. I get the same vibes. His name's Lil Rel. I get the same vibes from um this guy, Frankie. Like, I think he could be, like, the next big thing in comedy movies. Like, he's that good. Um, I
1: agree. He He's probably my favorite character in that show. There's so many. No, no probably, not even probably, definitely. No, he he's is my favorite, yeah.
0: But the crazy part is, is, like, this show presents stereotypes, not because it's trying to be mean, but stereotypes are are real. They exist for a reason. Yeah. And, yeah, they do. And he is a stereotype, an ex-gangbanger, fish out of prison, ignorant, a loser, but, like, he grows, man. And yeah. I, I love how the show, from season one to season two, where you have the main character and his cousins stop on opposite ends, but by the end of season one, start of season two, they've completely shifted, where now he has his life together, he has a job, but the one who was looking down on him, he's a loser with no job, no girl, just, like, a Nothing. You know, And... Yeah, he's the just show, giving up. Yep, and the show deals with really real things, man, like depression, like self loathing, and the show gets real sometimes. But it it, mm. it also shows like how afraid we are of like uh, getting help, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. Like, cause you don't you don't look strong. You're getting help.
0: Yeah, and um, but we talk about character growth, where the most stubborn person of the show by the end of season two. He finally steps Mm -hmm. into the therapist office at the very end. Yeah, I love that. I love that, man. Like, these characters start off really one note. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I hated the main character. For a while, he just got so annoying. Like, Jesus, dude, can't you just be happy? But there's so many people like that, dude, that are just miserable all the time. And they refuse to allow any form of good thing into their life. Kind of like Carmy from The Bear, you know. We talked about that, where he just can't allow exactly. something good in his life yes. to happen. And that's how I feel. Yes. uh The main character played by Chris estrada is like uh, it, it feels so real. Like a lot of these characters are, at, at times, they're kind of exaggerated versions of real people. But like when you really look at them, the traits that they have are so real. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I could relate most of the time when I'm watching that show. Yeah. And like. I think this show is severely, like, underrated because I never hear anything. I've never seen anything. Like, I couldn't even find a video of the intro on YouTube because I love the intro. Yeah. Like, just the song that they play on this pool.
0: Yeah, and, like, I love, I love watching people review things, right, that I love. And I, it was yeah. hard to find any reviews on the show. Like, it's so low-key, but it's been, like, a huge hit, at least critically. Like, the critics yes. love it. The fans love it. And I'm hoping for a season three, man, because it, it really is—it's the best comedy by far on television right now.
1: Like, yeah, man. Too many things are getting
0: canceled. Yeah, it, it's unmatched. And um, of course, bro. Like the one of my favorite parts of the show is Michael Imperioli, man. He's so good. I love him, man. Yeah. Everything with his with his huge dong is just funny as hell, dude. Like, and then um, I like how they got a uh, the, the guest star was it Bill Pullman? Um, you know who Bill Pullman is, right?
1: You seen him mm, in the I Wednesday
0: don't. the President
1: i've never seen
0: it no uh bill pullman is a legend bro and i love that he was the the guy who wrote the the review on the the coffee shop who had an even bigger dick than michael imperioli (laughs) yeah dude that that show is is so funny bro and like i said though like 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 the way it deals with depression bro like how michael imperioli's character is like trying to kill himself all the time basically like it's super Mm -hmm. sad dude you see him how low these guys get you know and um I don't know. It's just a good show, man. It's, that's a great pick.
1: And this, some, this, uh, that's another thing I wanted to point out is that how comedy could make a show a lot more like entertaining. Cause a lot of times when I'm watching like a drama show, like I it'll to start watch. to drag. Yeah. I'll find myself like getting distracted. I have to back it up. I'm like, like, cause I hate, I hate missing anything. I can't stand it. So anytime I, I find myself getting distracted, I instantly look back at the TV and I just back it up.
0: But that's, and that's what
1: but with comedy shows, I'm never getting distracted because it's just funny. But
0: here's the thing, though. That's such a tough balancing act of yeah. having comedy but being able to introduce dramatic elements. Yeah. Because you look at a show like Barry, and that started off as mm-hmm. a comedy show with dramatic elements. But it's slowly morphed into a drama. Into with like some a drama. Comedy. Yeah. And um, the thing with this fool is that it, it's definitely more comedy than drama. It has dramatic mm-hmm. undertones here and there, but the way it sticks one hundred percent to its comedic values, but is still able to slip in these like themes of depression, of self loathing, of self hatred, yeah. like the way it slips it in and makes it I, I wanna say tolerable because to watch these things in a drama is hard. No one wants yeah. to see someone who's self destructive, right? but when yeah, you can for real. when you can show the humor and self-destruction um which is a terrible thing to say like <laughs> you know but when you can make it enjoyable to watch like it's really hard to do that to find it, is. it, it yeah. it's really hard to find comedy in like your worst moments that's what comedians are yeah. for you know
1: that reminds me of like when you were saying like the episode breaking bads down is like one of your lowest episode just because it's hard to watch like the episode yeah
0: where he's he's just he's pretty much kicked out of his house yeah but i actually love that episode i can't watch that i every time i watch it dude because like i don't like skipping episodes um but every time i watch it dude i'm just like on my phone like i just want it to be over because it is so depressing to watch and there's not even like i mean maybe there's a couple jokes in there but it, it it's just too much, dude. It's too much.
1: Yeah, but I think it's like the first episode you actually get like depth in Jesse. Like before that, he's just kind of like a comedic character who shows up and like Maybe. says, "Yo, bitch." But like that episode, you start to sympathize with him. Yeah. You know, but like I said, yeah. like
0: that that's what makes um this fool so good. Is like it helps you laugh at like life's mm-hmm. biggest problems and and like. You know, a lot of these issues, like it, it's not just to the Mexican community, you know, everybody suffers yeah. from depression or this or that, but it's the way that your culture handles these things that really differentiates you, you know, and, yeah. like, it, you know, being depressed, like I know growing up, like we say, like, that's white people shit, you know, being depressed, you know, what, what, what does that even mean? You know, or it's like, you know, if you want therapy, like therapy, like this, this is the white people. We don't have time dude. for any of that. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, what do we need to tell people our problems for, you know, but the show actively shows you that if you seek help and you get it, you can really turn your life around. And I, mm-hmm. I really liked it, but it doesn't, it's not like shoving these messages down your throat, you know, yeah. and the show doesn't feel like it's pandering. Like, yeah, I, like I don't feel like I'm being told what's right, what's wrong. It's just this is life, and this is how it goes. You know, this exactly. Is, this is life in L.A., man.
1: Yeah, two of the best episodes, comedy episodes I've ever watched were Clyde and Clyde, Dude, part one and part so two. Funny, bro. I loved those two episodes. I was on the edge of my seat pretty much the entire time.
0: I miss you and your big dick. See, That is her, and then and then and then like how she was texting him too, like oh you know I miss your big dick, like like and then when she exposes them she's like don't listen to her fool she doesn't know what or we know what we have like it's so yeah. funny and then, like the cop with the overtime and i love how they brought that back at the end of the season where he ended up dying they murdered him because of the overtime.
1: yeah yeah that was that, that's kind of sad yeah to be honest but, that part was no, sad. Dude, those
0: two episodes were so funny man like like there's just so oh, entertaining yeah. dude but uh yeah so i mean anything else you want to add to your two shows
1: um, not really. I think we covered it all.
0: All right. So for me, now it's think, yours. Uh, two really underrated shows As we kind of talked about it is reservation dogs. Um, you're not as far yes. as me, but dude, and I feel very confident in saying this and I've seen super bad. I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, and I consider super bad to be like a, a masterpiece without a doubt. Reservation dogs is the greatest coming of age story of all time that I have ever seen any movie, any show, any book, Never before have I seen, like, a better coming of age, becoming an adult, learning life lessons like Reservation yeah. Dogs, man. It, <sighs> the emotional journey that these characters go on, dude, it, it it's hard to believe that, like, kids go through this, man, like, at, at this age, like, dealing with, with loss, with, with suicide, someone taking their life, and you don't know why, yes. and you feel like they abandoned you to an episode you haven't gotten into, but when someone you love passes away how to deal with grief how family comes together like this show deals a lot with family with community with love with depression Mm -hmm. with passing down traditions like it yeah it's beautiful struggles struggles and and i love i really you know i'm starting to come around on it like i think i was just caught up in the toxic wave on the internet of like oh you know representation and woke like this show is by no means woke but it's beautiful to see native american people get their own stories told you know life on the reservation yeah. what that's like what life looks like there what the people look like it feels so authentic man
1: yeah it it, it, it was very interesting to watch because you know i'm like part of that community so it, it even makes it even more interesting yeah. like how, how we were saying like you like how we're talking about for this fool it's like about our kind of community of people but like it 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 makes it even more interesting if you're not part of it no to watch it
0: i love being an outsider to people's like like yeah just world like that's why i like traveling man i like being an outsider learning other people's cultures and like yes i love watching like like black shows um i've seen some indian shows now uh like indian Mm -hmm. like india not you know how people call natives indians um, you yeah. know, I've seen native Americans now like, and have their own shows and like, no, it's a beautiful thing, man, to see them represented, but no, yeah. Reservation dogs, man. It's just, it's like you see, you see how different generations develop because as the show goes on, especially in season two, man, and season three, it's not only the children, the, the kids that are teenagers, young adults that you get yeah. stories with, but you start getting stories from the older cast like the cop um bear's mother um bears you know the the older generation the original reservation dogs which are all old now and they're all jaded their relationships are fragmented and and it just dude it it, i can't express how good this show is man and how beautiful and just heartwarming and touching it is like this show dude had me crying like at three in the morning dude with my son in my arms just like Tears streaming down. Like, it's just...
1: I can't wait to get back into that show, man.
0: Dude, Because
1: so, I was really enjoying it. I don't know I fell off because I got busy, but I'm going to get back into it.
0: There was an episode where, um, I don't know, someone meets their real father, and, um... Yeah. Damn, dude, that, that episode just... I seriously... I just was crying the entire time, man, because it was just really heartbreaking to watch, but at the same time, it, it it's, like, really happy it's like a weird emotion, man, but it feels real. And all these yeah. kids, man, like I, I, I remember growing up being, and it feels weird. Cause like, it's not like I'm an old man. I'm 28, but like, dude, there's a big difference in your life from 17 to 27, dude. Like, it's crazy to think, but just looking back, like on all the things, all the things I felt growing up and, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Just reservation dogs. It's just, it's the best coming of age story of all time, man. Like I, or wear that on my sleeve it's it doesn't get better and i need you to finish it man because it's going to be your, it might be in your top six of the year i think uh, it's i think it's in my top five of this year honestly i might have to see this is why we make lists dude because mine's yep. already going to change again because heels finished oh. um that's going to be mm-hmm. in my top 10 and then Res dogs is probably gonna be in my top five so i have to bump something out i don't know dude it's just, this is Dude, yeah.
1: We'll definitely talk about it in one of our next podcasts. Yeah. Like there's several things we, we need to talk about when you talk about Gen V. Yeah. We need to talk about that. We need oh, to talk right. about leftovers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Martin Scorsese. So Martin Scorsese which will be yeah. our next our next podcast?
0: Mm, it might be a shorter episode, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like a mini-sode.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. but no, man. It yeah, dude. that. It's just such a profoundly Beautiful show, man. Where I just it, it's one of those things you have to watch it to see it for yourself because I'm trying to find the words to describe like this show and what it is, what it means. But like the spirituality aspects of it, like I don't know, yeah. And The comedy's f- funny, but the, 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 the messages of like I said, family, tradition, community coming together for the loss of loved ones. Um, you know, finding yourself, learning to get over grief, dealing with grief. It's just, yeah, dude, it, it, it's one of those shows that like, I'll never forget. And I'm sad it's over, but thankfully it, the show wasn't canceled. They chose to end it after three seasons. So you got it ending. That's good. I did, man. It was a beautiful. ending. I was crying again, bro. I just, I don't know what to say, yep. man. I'm just a bitch. <laughs> um, next show is heels heels, man. For any fans of professional wrestling, this is definitely a show you have to watch. It's about two brothers um, running their own small promotion out of, uh, I think, Georgia. And it just deals with the business, um, trying to grow their business. It's really the conflict of two brothers right. fighting each other. Um, you know, it has great characters. And um, the season finale to season two was, oh, my gosh. It felt like I was really watching a wrestling episode because all the twists and turns that happened, I didn't know they were happening. And it, it, it was insane. Yeah. The way it ended, too bad it got canceled.
1: I'm a big fan of professional wrestling, so I'll have to get into it.
0: Yeah, man, it got canceled. I mean. Many th-
1: why are things getting canceled, man?
0: It's Just not enough viewership, man. That's right. Winning time That's was true. so good, too, bro. But canceled. But
1: That's what worries me about this fool.
0: Like I hope they don't cancel that. No, I think this show is actually a pretty big hit. I mean, just because you don't see is people it? reviewing on YouTube, doesn't mean it's not yeah. a big hit. Um, it it's gonna get a season three, I think. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, no. Um, Stephen Amell, you know, Arrow. Um, is great. His brother, who played Ragnar's son in Vikings, is great. And mm-hmm. it's full of a wonderful cast of characters. With the standout called um Wild Bill Hancock, is so good. A lot of these characters really go through a huge arc in the show and it's really, it's really fun to watch. But like, you know, the, the, the wrestling matches are great. The drama of the business is great. The characters are great. The setting, the pacing, like it, it's just a very, very well-made show that deals again with, I think like dealing with the loss of their father because their father commits suicide. And oh, it, okay. shows you, it shows you how the father raised them differently. One son, he put all the expectations on him. You're the big star of the family. You're the athlete. You're going to go pro. And another son put him in the, in the sense of, like, you're not as good as your brother. We need to focus on him. And always kind of, no matter what he did, he screwed up both kids. And they're both screwed up as adults. And, like, it, that's the main conflict of the show. Sure, it's about wrestling. But if you don't like wrestling, you're there for the drama between two brothers fighting each other trying to make no peace try in war and it's really well done man it's really well done um you i'll know. definitely
1: be checking it out
0: yeah and just to add a few more shows in there if anybody wants something to watch this year besides the obvious ones obviously watch the bear watch succession mm-hmm. watch barry ted lasso um winning time's a good one watch winning time uh king of tulsa earlier from this year super dope show yep. Sylvester so Stallone still got it. Um uh, The Consultant, if you want like a thriller mystery show, it's a really cool show. Um Gen V, it's cool so far, man. So yeah. Um if you want to add anything else, no?
1: I can't think of none enough.
0: Alright, so let's get into it. You know, we've been about it. What are what are your top five greatest villains of all time? Let's go um, five to one. You say you're Five's five, one. then I go five, then four, then four. You get it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Who's so your
0: fifth number five villain.
1: My number five villain, and it, it, the these, it was hard to choose like between them. They were switching back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, my number five is Lalo. Lalo Salamanca.
0: Okay. Um, you want to elaborate as to why?
1: I think he's a really good villain. I don't know if he has really, like, depth. You know, he's just kind of, like, a very, like, mysterious, like, exciting villain to watch. Like, like charming. Like, sometimes I even found myself rooting for Lala, which yeah. I probably shouldn't have. But he's just fun to watch.
0: It's Gus Fring's kind of a bad dude, man.
1: Yeah. Like, that's that's why I had him at number five, because I couldn't put him, a, like above these other villains that actually have like i think character arcs and stuff and like development yeah
0: okay uh for me my number five is actually gus spring so oh man i mean number five yeah starting off strong with him at five like for me obviously man gus spring and breaking bad is just his battle with walter white it's one of the greatest things you'll ever witness in movies or television the performance and then the additional depth that we get with him in that episode, but then everything we get with him in Better Call Saul, the conversation and he's so he has, chilling, dude, Giancarlo. That, like that conversation that he has with Hector, passed out right when he talks about um, the kind uh, thing the, he had been to do was kill it, but like it shows yes. you that he takes his joy and revenge. He he yes. lives for revenge. He salivates over it, and he will spend. 30 years planning his revenge if it means he will make you suffer um Mm -hmm. one of the most diabolical people maybe not in the sense like you know diabolical like he eats people like Hannibal or something but he he is evil the way he wanted to torture Hector man no 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 yeah you know if we keep uh giving him medical attention there's a good chance he might fully recover no that's good leave him there yeah Leave him, yeah, leave him, leave him, leave him crippled. And the way how you went up to Hector to gloat and Breaking Bad, your entire family is dead, and and Joaquin and this and that. He, You're the last
1: one left. He is. You will die with your whole family. He
0: is cruel. And then yeah. the the switch up where, you know, he's a mild mannered businessman. To, I will kill your son. I will kill your wife. I will kill your infant daughter.
1: That scene is terrifying.
0: He was the only person who had Walter White freaking out. You know? Killing
1: Victor has to be one of the most, like, unexpected scenes I've ever watched. Like, he just walks out. I'm not You don't know what he's doing. He's just putting on a... I thought he was going to cook or something. Get back. That's what My initials. Yeah, yeah. Dude. He slits the guy's throat like it's nothing, walks upstairs, get back to work, and leaves.
0: You know, I've talked about it before in that villain series I'm doing on my TikTok about what makes a great villain. And um, I think Gus has just about everything. Like, he has the depth. I mean, that, that yeah. his final scene is probably one of the most tragic scenes in the show in Better Call Saul. Yeah. That scene where yeah. he's having the wine and he's enjoying himself. He's having a mm-hmm. good time with this guy and maybe he'll go home with him in a different life, but then he snaps out of it. He realizes yep. the job is not done. The day, yeah. the day may be won, but the job is not done. And he snaps out of it and he realizes like, I I can't do this. I have a yeah. life outside of my need for revenge. He's, he's too dedicated to it. And it's really sad to watch, man, because you see a, gen- when was the last time you saw him smile for real? Never. Only when he's, yeah, only when he's in, in the restaurant. Just no, no, I said for real. Pretending. Real, oh yeah, no. for real. Yeah, I know. That's that was the, the only moment, moment, I think. That is the first genuine smile he ever had. He's having this really nice, delightful yep. conversation with this guy, and they're bonding over wine. And maybe in yep. another world, he goes home with them and they have a really nice relationship. But this isn't yeah. that world, man. This is he yeah. comes to that realization like, this isn't for me. I don't deserve this. My life has one purpose, and that is to destroy the cartel. And, it's, and that's and, the
1: genius of, like, Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould's writing. Like, yeah. Breaking Bad, they show, like, life isn't just, like, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Like, it's not always a happy ending for everybody.
0: No. And um, yeah. And I hate to say it, but everybody got what they deserved. You know? Yeah. Even our yeah, they did. Is like, Mike, Mike, at the end of the day, was a piece of shit. A murderer. He was. He was. And, he he was. Got, and, yeah. he, and, you know, I don't want to get into it, but yes. Who is your number four? My number four is Logan Roy. Yeah. Great pick, man.
1: I think like just the depth in his character, the freaking just the evilness of Logan Roy. He is like how he he was menacing, bro. Like
0: sadistic.
1: Yeah, many like many episodes. I couldn't, like, believe, like, even, like, my ears, like, just what he, like, the things he would do, the things he would tell his own family, and, like, how no. he would treat everybody.
0: No, I think you're a misunderstanding, bro. Everything he did was for his children, right? Really? I mean, no, that's what he would always say, like, like for fake like yeah. the interviews. Everything I do is for my children, which just full of shit, but. Yeah, no, that's no, not no, for him. No, no, but, like, uh, no, man, Logan Roy is diabolical, dude. Yeah, he, he is, is. He is absolutely diabolical, man. And um, I think it's just the performance, man. Like the... And I can't
1: believe I was sad at his death. Like, even I... how evil he is, I was I was sad when he Nobody died. No
0: deserves to die alone like that, man.
1: Yeah.
0: And instead of being at his son's wedding, he died alone in a plane full of people that did not like him. And the moment Definitely. he died, all they could think of was, who's next in power? you know yeah but, but i'm sure he
1: knew that was gonna happen someday but he created that's the
0: thing though he created his own hell he started yeah. this and that's what makes him so compelling man he started this endless cycle of trying to please him trying to reach for power the backstabbing doing anything you can to get to the top being a killer Yeah, the 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 culture that he inspired it, the, yeah he'll
1: tear down anyone to get to
0: the top he doesn't care dude i've seen countless just like 30 minute video breakdowns of logan Roy's psyche he's one of the most fascinating like characters of all time dude and uh, yes
1: like the manipulation i think in the end of season one when he yeah oh my god God. that scene was so fucked up yep
0: and and how he basically he didn't say it but he basically told Mm -hmm. logan you can come blackmail them and we're good. Yep. Or, um, you know, maybe uh, he tells everybody that he found where you were, you know? Yep. And, then, yep. and obviously Logan has no choice. You're my number one boy. And then as he's hugging him, he tells his uh, calling, right? His security guard. Yep. Come get him. Come get him. Get this fucker off me. Right. Like, like, it's just like, he is just a sick human being, dude. He is, man. He's legendary, though. Know, I don't He's want to go too long on this, but do you think he loved his kids? To a point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, like, I don't did...
1: think he didn't love them, but I think at the same time, he loved his business more than that. I... He loved what he built.
0: That was his real child. Yeah. Guy was a piece of shit, man. Um, yeah. My number four is Lalo. Uh, I do have him over Gus, and
1: that's surprising.
0: Like, uh, this is this is why like I did the whole villain series thing, man, because I want to go out like show people that you don't need to be this super deep and rich and complex character to be considered like great. Like Lalo, he's charismatic, yeah. he's charming, but he's also fucking terrifying. Uh, yeah, one thing
1: I like to find in a villain is unpredictability. And that's Like, when you don't know what they're going to do, that's Lalo. You never know what he's going to do next. He
0: is the only man who ever had Gus Fring sweating. Yes. Like, terrified, bro. Dude, but the thing about him is he felt unstoppable. And while he may not be book smart, his intellect Mm -hmm. is as good as Walter was, as good as Gus Fring's. There's different kinds of genius, and the genius of Lalo is is special, man. Like, he was yeah. technically a genius. Like, he kept up with Mike. Everything Mike threw at him, he was he was picking up on it and getting past it, you know? Like, it's and Mike's yep. a genius in his own right. But the thing for me, like I said, is um one of the things that separates you from the pack is screen presence. And the screen presence of, you know, of, of Anthony uh, or Tony Dalton as Lalo dude, like, yeah. even when he wasn't on screen... You were scared. Remember the end of season five? And then for the yeah. first, what, three or four episodes, we did not see Lalo once in season six. But the whole time, I, we dude, were like, dude. I was
1: terrified. I was terrified for Nacho. What?
0: I thought he was going to go after Nacho. He never did. And, and, and I thought he was going to go after Kim or Jimmy. So the entire time, I was terrified. Well, I guess yeah. not for Jimmy, but for Kim, right? Because we don't know yeah. what was going to happen to her. And, like, we just kept waiting.
1: That was always yeah. the feeling I had, like, since he showed up. I had a feeling he might kill Kim.
0: Yeah. And like, like,
1: especially that scene in the, the dining room where he's, she starts yelling at him. I thought, dude, he's going to pull out a gun and just shoot her or something.
0: And, like, we kept waiting. And, like, he felt, like, I've seen people use this term in omniscient boogeyman. Where he was yeah. everywhere and nowhere at the same time. And you just yes. felt his presence. Like, at any moment, he was behind the bush. He was behind that car just waiting the scene with
1: howard bro literally gave me it gives me chills every time i watch it like it's the a, it's a the flickering scene. of the yeah the flickering of the candle and then he pops out and he shows salt he says how it gives me freaking chills
0: let's talk yes you know like like yeah. just like with a big song. let's talk you know like it's like dude he he's is so just,
1: menacing bro
0: and the way he slaughters that family remember the, that family yeah. to fake his own death Bro, yeah like, that that he that
1: was and he, you could tell he kept them there just to, just for that
0: specific reason he, he raised them like cattle or like lamb to a slaughter yeah know? and it's so yeah. sad bro but like he is just a psychopath dude like he is once he gets on a mission nothing can stop him and like yeah. i said that's that's what it is for me it's the screen presence the performance the charisma the charm the way he captivates you the way he makes you feel I think sometimes that's yeah. better than this super like, oh you know he comes from a from a broken home and he has you know Machiavellianism and blah 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 all that nerd shit like dude, I'll take yeah. Lalo over ninety five percent of villains dude, but uh, yeah yeah he's my, he's legendary that's my number four your number three
1: my number three is Gustavo Fring like everything we already said about him just I I love I love Gus. And, not, he's he's even argue. a character I root for, even though he's a villain. Like, a lot of times I had found myself rooting for him. Sometimes,
0: when you just because watched... the
1: pain he felt. You... He's like innocent in the episode. He he um, seems very like. He's
0: still a meth producer.
1: That's true, but like. Yeah, I get you. I, get I you. mean, you could you could still.
0: Here's the thing. <clears throat> they made you root for him, and then. Not root for him at the same time. Because you rooted for him against the Salamancas. But when he came up against Walter, it was Walter all the way. Yeah. But I do have to say, I think Better Call Saul really brought out just how sadistic he is. Yeah.
1: How He is freaking. He's sick.
0: And it makes you wonder, like, what happened? Was he just lying to Mike and Breaking Bad when he said, I don't believe fear to be an effective motivator. Look at what he did to Nacho like yeah. I, I actually like genuinely hated gus because and that
1: was his motivator to walter too yeah, was and, to
0: terrify him but but like the thing is is like the way he just treats people in better call Saul, like you know why why can't we just let mike's like you know he the kid did what we asked we need to let him go no let's yeah. keep him around a, a dog and he who threatens his hand, father yeah, a dog who bites the hand of every owner the proper thing would be to put it down it's just like jesus yeah. christ man i legitimately
1: tear up every time i see that scene where the where victor walks into the i think it's a coffee shop or something where his dad is Oh, and, and nacho like that that scene it's so like sick. the first time i watched it i think i cried watching that scene i thought michael he was legitimately about to kill nacho's dad michael mondo's so good bro he is but the but it just
0: shows you how just disgusting and depraved Gus is cuz look when he says he would kill Walter's daughter did you believe him did you really think he would do that at that time take I out think, better call saul what do you think like how did I you I think
1: feel? I think after watching him slice Victor's throat I think he would have I think he would have done it
0: I don't know if he would have done it man but after watching better call huh? saul yeah that was a real threat yeah. That was a yeah. real threat because killing killing him is one thing. Is killing um uh Victor is one thing, but the, the, what he did to Nacho, holding his father over him, you know what I mean? That's a whole different thing. Um yeah. I, I don't think Gus would have done to Jesse what uh the Nazis did to him, killing the love of his. I don't know if he would. I mean, I guess he would have actually, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it yeah, Better Call Saul really made me hate Gus, dude. It, it any sympathy it for him, it it may, may, may yeah. him dude cuz he's just such a despicable piece of shit dude yes um, dude. my number 3 is uh Logan Logan Roy man Logan, Logan Roy, Roy just everything we said man the psychology the screen presence the performance just the the absolute depths that he will sink to like just to get what he wants the way he yes. manipulates his children plays them against each other knows when to show them love to bring them back to his side but then cast them to the side as soon as he's done with them yes Um, it's
1: just greed he's just a greedy character man
0: i think there's more to him than that though i think there's so many layers to logan roy and then we get little little hint at his backstory where he held himself responsible for the death of his little sister you know he thinks and that that'll mess you up man yeah, that was yeah that was, that
1: was definitely sad.
0: And how he was to hear about. as a kid, right? Because you see the yeah. marks on his bag. like they give us just enough there to make us wonder of how he ended up the way he did. But yeah. he's just an incredibly fascinating character. We already talked about him, but unfortunately, it looks like our top fives might be the same, just a little mixed. Who's your number two?
1: My number two is Homelander. <sighs> oh, yeah, Homelander is. dude i love him man he's just he's so he's unpredictable he's just insane i mean he's just absolutely insane because and his but you understand because his backstory like he got no love he received no love at all he was just left that's all he wants is love because he never got it he never got any of it so he wants all of it but at the same
0: time it's like he's like this Really also like another depraved human being and he's uh, I don't want to say he's racist. He's more hmm, Well, what's the word? He sees everybody beneath him who doesn't have power. I don't know if that counts as racist or I don't know what the word would be
1: and And that makes sense because of what like people told him like they told him they called him a god They said gods.
0: He shouldn't have to deal with that. He's a child with a god complex with all yep. the powers of a god, which is just a recipe for disaster, yep. who was never told no, who couldn't be told no. It's just running loose, and now... And how the they
1: sh- show it in, the, in that animated episode of, I think it was called The Boy's Di- Diabolical, they show his it. backstory. I never watched it. You never watched it? No. I never watched the whole show, I only watched the episode dedicated to Homelander, because I just love him. They show like some of his backstory... It, you, you gotta check it out. It's good. I'll, I'll it's try. so good.
0: No, but I mean, it, and like you said, like the way he was raised in a lab, all he wanted was a father or a mother just to, to hold him. But no, man, he was, he is yeah. a commercial product. He is, he's Pepsi, man. He's a Coca-Cola, just the, the best, the best version of a Coca-Cola. And he's strung yeah. out there to, to get shares, to get the share price up. And, and he, the way he hinges on on the love and adoration of the average person like yeah how do you defeat a god you apparently make memes about him on twitter until he breaks down you know like he's... and he just
1: yeah, like that scene that he says uh i would prefer to be loved but if i don't have that being feared as one big okey doke by me
0: yeah which i don't buy you know? i don't i don't buy that for a second dude Yeah, he
1: says, if you take it away from me, I'll destroy everything and everyone. And I think, I hope that's, it might sound messed up for me to say it, but I want to see it happen. I want to see what would, like, what would happen if it did
0: happen. And the thing here is, like, you imagine, um, what if these people were real? I mean, Walter would be pretty dangerous. Logan, obviously. But dude, yeah. imagine you, if Homelander was real. That is just terrifying. And again, what I said about Lalo, the screen presence, the way he captivates yep. you, you cannot take your eyes off him like like when he's just standing next to a starlight and you feel her anxiety as he just looks at her more and more and he stops the elevator and he digs his hand into her chest or whatever and like it's just like dude, a like, doo, doo, doo. you can feel your heart pumping like he is one of it's those freaking characters. Tar- he's Every terrifying, time man. He is on screen. I'm like having a panic attack because he is so yeah. mentally unhinged and losing it by the minute. That you, I can you do whatever the fuck him. I want. You, you said it. You love unpredictable characters. <laughs> it doesn't. Yep. matter might blow your brains out, or he might not. At any yeah, it doesn't get
1: more in- unpredictable than that. That that guy, he, you never know. You never know what he's gonna do. Anytime he shows up. And, like, he wants to be a father to his child, I believe that, because he never had a father. So, that's one thing, like, that I, I, yeah, I sympathize with him on that part, though, because, like, he just, I think they should have showed him love. He should have been raised in a home, you know, with a yeah. family.
0: Um. All right, well, my number two is, Uh, I went back and forth on this, but. Uh, ultimately I have Walter White as my number two villain or actually more appropriate to call him Heisenberg. Um, yep. You know, Walter, when would you say he becomes an outright villain season five or season four? I think season I'd five say probably,
1: sure. I think season four, the ending of season four, See, when Bob it shows the lily of the valley. Season...
0: Well, Oh, that's right.
1: dude. Yeah. Yeah. That moment is just, Oh my God. It, it, Blew my freaking head off when I saw that. I was just like, oh, what? Dude.
0: Walter is he poisoned so that kid. Like, when you're watching season five and the way he's acting, like his ego yeah. just starts spiraling immediately. And, like, yeah, um, um, when Mike's saying, like, you know, I'm out, Walter, sure you are, I'm serious, Walter, I'm out, right? Right, no, yeah. you're not. Like, it, it, it's like the way his ego manifests, and I think one of the most villainous, disgusting and just evil things i have ever seen movies or television is in Ozymandias. Mandius after Oh yeah. Pinkman. Where is he? And he gets him and he sentences I watched Jane die. He, he sentences Jesse to die. It's terrible yes. enough. The gun to his head. Wait. And he just I watched Jane die.
1: Yeah. And him. when he says wait, you think oh he's going to save him. He's not going to he's not going to let him kill him. No, he, he walks up, and he just wants to torture him. He wants him to feel
0: just okay, absolute pain. Jesse, I think Jesse was at peace. He looked up. Yeah. He saw the bird. He closed his eyes, and Walter's like, no. I, I, yep. He is not going to go out like that. And yep. I, I watched her. I could have saved her, but I didn't, and he just leaves. And you see the evil in his eyes and the hatred. And it, it's it's yes. it's like Ozymandias is one of the most dude, villainous. That episode,
1: in I was a mess. Yeah. Yes, I was a mess watching that episode, dude.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: I cried. I got angry. I, it was just a roller coaster. And,
0: and like, you know, he fought his wife with a knife, and and, and yeah, you know, and then like, just like, what are you doing? We're supposed to be a family. And then it finally hits him right there. A family, and he realizes what he's become. He destroyed
1: his whole home. Yeah, his whole family.
0: I think the the thing that holds him back for me is, like, as a villain, his peak is probably the highest out of anybody ever. But he was only really an outright villain for, like, mm, a season. But that season, my God, dude. Everything that that goes down was literally his fault. Like, when uh, they thought it was Gale, but his ego couldn't accept someone taking credit for his work. So he pretty much yep. let Hank know. Yeah. He uh he kind of looked like an imposter to me. Uh I don't know. Or no, was that in season 4? I but, think
1: that was in season I think that was in season 4.
0: Yeah, well, either way when they're having wine and yeah, and, and Hank is kind of like, "Well, the case is over and it's just like and the way he freaking dude.
1: He, and you get why because the whole thing with Gretchen and Elliot how he never got appreciation right. like them. Yep
0: yeah and like uh what was i was gonna say dude he threatened hank if you really think i am the person that you claim i am and i'm capable of all things all these things my best advice for you would be to tread lightly Tread like, lightly bro. yes and then that recording he made to the cops about like how hank was a dude.
1: It's insane how perfect that was. Like everything he said, I almost believed it, even though I knew it wasn't true. Like, it's just
0: insane how everything fits so yeah. perfectly with what he said. But yeah, in terms of like peak villainy, I think the, the highest peak I've ever seen is Walter, man. He, he, He's th-
1: so genius. Like even, okay, this is another scene we haven't mentioned. The scene um when Jesse comes to kill him.
0: Oh, because he, he finds out that he poisoned Brock. How he manipulates him the entire yes, time, dude. That
1: seems like one of my favorite in at the whole the show. time, you don't...
0: Okay, this is obviously getting off track, but we didn't know that at the time, that he poisoned Brock. So we really weren't sure. But then when you're re-watching that, right? You're literally yeah. watching him give a performance to Jesse and manipulate right. him. Like, he is so diabolical, dude. One of the greatest manipulators of all time. Yes, but yeah, that's he's my number two, and your number one. Is and how no, he says
1: he says it's it's genius. Think about it. Yeah, he's, he's stroking just stroking his own, his own eagle. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: he's such a choad, man. Um, and I'm assuming your number one, Walter. My number one is Walter. Yep. Yeah, my number one's Homelander.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, we switched between them,
0: dude. Uh, so
1: we, our top five was the exact same.
0: Yeah, we just had different places. So mine is. Is Homelander, Walter, Logan, Lalo, and Gus? Yep. People are so gonna say then, we're biased, like, "Oh, having three characters from the BRB universe." I don't care, bro. Try to find better villains than them. I dare you. Yeah, like,
1: and I some have some of, of the best the whole, whole I have, universe.
0: I had Logan over two Breaking Bad characters, you know. And honestly, I might have him <laughs> over Walter, depending on the day. If on depending on my rewatch. Yeah. Um but yeah,
1: I think I think we should do a whole segment dedicated to just breaking bad characters. We should. One of these days. Just yeah. our like top five or top ten. Oh,
0: that's hard, man. That's really hard.
1: It is. Oh, Alright,
0: well, those are our top five villains, guys. Um I know there's some we probably miss. What are some honorable mentions for you? Um for me, uh Tony Soprano. Sopranos Yeah, yeah,
1: Tony Soprano, uh yeah. Richie
0: Aprile. Yeah, I, I thought Richie was okay, but um, I mean,
1: I thought he was—he—he he intimidated me, man. Like the, and they—they they bring him out to be like, like they mean to do this. Like he's he supposed to nuts. be like this terrifying tough guy, nuts. yeah, like insane. Um, the scene, like the the jacket, that scene. Yeah, yeah. Ter- it, it, like the undertones that he's telling him, like.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's Phil. I know, but he just makes him laugh. <laughs> she's yeah, got... off the radiator. I compromised. Um, no, yeah, Tony Soprano definitely belongs there. Um, just off the top of my head, Soldier Boy, not like one of the 10 best, but Soldier Boy is really good. A lot of other characters, yeah. they're, they're more like antagonists, so they don't count as villains. Like Chuck McGill, one of the yes. best,
1: he's I was debating if he was a villain or not. No, he's so good, a
0: lot, though. A lot of characters are just really good antagonists, man, but um, yeah. And then if we're counting other things like movies, like obviously Darth Vader and all this, there's so many great characters out there, but anyways, uh, yeah, Yeah. man, that's our list. It's good to be back. It's good to be recording. Thank you Mm to everybody who tunes in to watch us. Hopefully we'll be back on to putting out weekly episodes. I have some guests who hopefully they can come on in the next couple of weeks so we can get some good discussions going, but. Thank you, everybody, for watching. It's good to see you, Wyatt. Happy birthday. I know your birthday just passed not too long ago. Thank you. Did you get shit-faced?
1: No. No?
0: I I drank a little. Oh, okay. Not much. (laughs) Happy birthday, bro. I'm sure it feels good to be 15, so. Yeah. (laughs) All right, man. Well, I'll catch you guys later. Thank you, everybody, for watching.